Okay, so what happens when something does not go the way that you want it to go, whether you're anticipating it to pan out a certain way, depending on, it, it could be anything, any circumstance or situation in life, when it does not happen the way you want it to happen and you experience disappointment? Yes, disappointment's kind of a, a big thing. And today we're going to be talking about that and how our response to these situations makes all the difference. Welcome to the Moo Lily Podcast. We are women who have given up on trying to live in perfectionism and guilt. Because let's be honest, it just doesn't work. So we're trying something different and choosing to live intentionally and with hope. Please join us as we attempt to open the conversation and search out answers in a safe place. And coming to you live on location from a hotel room in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, I am Christiana. <laughs> Sorry. The crowd goes wild. Ah! This is a I very exciting gonna... day. We are learning all new skills. We are. Technology. We are I'm glad it's, it's you, Christiana, and not me. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. You've got you've got Ross there helping you. I'm all yeah. my lonesome over here. I literally mm-hmm. have an, an iPad a computer and my iPhone, like all happening wow. right now. I feel like I could be working for the Pentagon. There you go. You're making <laughs> Apple very proud. I wasn't going to sit in the bathroom. Uh, so that might've been a little echoey, but uh, John took the kids to the mall because nice. otherwise you would be hearing them screaming. Mm-hmm. So It's so fun having your whole family in a hotel room. Isn't it? Yeah. No <laughs> sleep to be had. But... Well, we've got two adjoining rooms. Oh. But still, all four kids are in the same room. Yeah. So bedtime, I'm sure, is a process. Yeah. The first the first night was a little bit tough. And John laid down in bed and he goes, I'm just grieved. And I said, why, babe? And he was like, I was just harsh. I was just kind of harsh with them. There was, there was some words happening from daddy mm-hmm. with the children who were jumping around screaming at 10 o'clock at night. I said, well, I'm, I'm glad you feel grieved, you know, because he was like, I, I feel, just feel grieved that they had to end their day with dad being like, yeah. Go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. You're like, do I go back and apologize? Will that undermine my authority or should I just deal with it in the morning because they're finally quiet and I'm just not going to poke the lion. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So um, the man behind the curtain who's making this all happen That's is right. the awesome Mr. Ross Wooten from Wooten Media. If you have video or, I mean, any number of amazing things that you would like Anything. done. Anything. Fantastic check that needs to be done. Wooten Media. He'll help you. He'll even help you if you're across the country. That's and he'll right. send you a text. Why didn't I have a call? I was like, this would be the opportunity for Ross to call me and walk me <laughs> through it and just make it real easy. No, it's okay. I figured it out. <laughs> he's helping you to learn, see? He's, oh, he's not he, giving a, you a fish. He's teaching see, you. How to catch fish. Right, right, right. He's pushing me out of the nest. It's nice. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm I'm tired. I'm not going to lie. 
Fam- family trips are family trips are intense, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're intense. They are. They are intense. It's. I thought that you were staying with family because I find that makes things more intense. There's like we this did. bittersweet. So good to see you, and you do a bunch of fun things. But then there's just like a whole different dynamic around your kids, and your yeah. parents. And it's good. It is. We did. We stayed with family for four days, and now mm-hmm. we're in the hotel because we can't. I feel like we can't expect anyone to host our family of six for nine nights, you know? So that was the plan. You didn't get like booted out or anything. Right. No, we didn't talk to (laughs) you. Love you guys, but not that much. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. So, so if you want to know more about us, you should check us out at moolily.com. Yes. And on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moodily so we're really rolling now. There's quite a few podcasts. You're posting and stuff. Yeah. We've got podcasts up. You're posting mm-hmm. things. Yeah. This is legit. That's this is the real deal. It is real deal. So you can, what we'd really like you to do is to click on the subscribe button and go to iTunes yes. and subscribe. Subscribe. And that will help us. The other thing we'd like you to do is if you like what you hear, if there's something that's like, wow, that was really true or that was really encouraging or whatever, please share us on Facebook. Yes. You know, you can hit the thing and hit the other thing that shares. (laughs) Was that a helpful explanation? Uh. (laughs) Um, So when you're on iTunes, you can hit share. And when you're on the website, you can hit share. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Bad Facebook. Yeah, we're on Instagram. We are. Oh, um, I don't even have it's, an Instagram. Yeah, really impressive. This is my first Instagram account. <laughs> That's okay. But you have to start somewhere, man. That's right. I'm excited. I am I'm too. Gonna take pictures of stuff. You're good. Share them with the world. <laughs> pictures. <of stuff. laughs> Can you just take a lot of pictures of Hartman? Yeah. And put those out there, because I love his little face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big round face. Yes. How's your week been? It's been good. I've been acclimating to summer and having mm-hmm. all five children at home. <gasps> That's right. James has been working a lot, so he leaves early in the morning. He gets home. We have dinner, and then in the evening he has to write invoices and bids uh. and call people back and say what's going on and. So, it's been good. We got a gym membership. Where? So, for the view. <gasps> yes, we can work out together. Hey, how's your working Yay. out going? Aren't you working out? Right? Um, Either, what, kind you, of. Because your, <laughs> your friend did this whole thing. and Are you going to try to go to the gym like a couple days a week? What's the plan? Do you have yeah, a plan? Yeah, well, that's, this is the plan. We're baby steps. <clears throat> okay, all right. So, the view has a thing you can check your kids in for two hours. It's yes, like it a, does dollar 95 or something which is going to just change my whole life so next week the three big ones are going to like a summer camp thing so i'll just have two and i will they're going to the american ninja warrior awesome summer camp that's i know my kids wanted to go but they're missing it we're going to be in branson oh fun yeah so they're going to become wait have you thought this through like your kids are going to be ninjas well, they kind of already are. Okay. 
I'm just hoping that they get some fitness uh-huh. in the process. Okay. okay. So our kids are a sort of a combination of like Star Wars ninjas. Uh-huh. They use uh-huh. lightsabers for everything. Uh-huh. But they, particularly my eight-year-old, he's like climbing up the walls everywhere. He's mm. climbing on stuff, jumping off stuff, okay. running through like underneath things and over things like all the time. Yes. So we have a big backyard and yeah. hopefully their new skills can be outworked out there. <laughs> it's not so my plan like is that. to drop them at their camp okay, okay. and then go to the gym and check the kids in and then I don't know I have to look at like classes and stuff or yeah. I might just um work out a little bit I don't really like machines but okay. I might do a little bit of like elliptical or something and then go and jump in the pool I like swimming I'll do a few laps and mm. so yeah okay we're gonna have to work I out need to other. post on Facebook officially like I said I would this is my plan yeah yeah, Kimmy Cannibal. I'm I'm waiting because you know I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm scared of. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so mm. today we're talking about um, a kind of a, a broad and complex topic. Yeah, it but is. I feel like it's something that we all deal with every day. Yes. So we should talk about it. We should talk about it. So we had this situation recently. This is going to sound kind of intense, I guess. Um, I start out by saying it was a little thing and Christiana's like, it's not a little thing. <laughs> I'm like, uh, if that's a little thing to you, um, what's a big thing like? That's, that's what I'm <laughs> Well, I guess I compare everything to my baby having open yeah. heart surgery, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is like intense, like on a, heart level yeah and so stuff it's just stuff it's just I don't stuff. care <laughs> it's that's not a, that I don't care that's a great point and just I'm, I'm different... glad you made that yeah yeah so James and I as I have I think I've shared in the past we have been in missions for many years we trained up in YWAM and worked in that ministry doing different evangelistic events and campaigns in cities around the states we've moved seven times and so many so many times how many years have we been here i think it's been, almost been 10 years so we've been four years in this house so that's the longest place we've ever stayed oh in one place no i get it um and so we were really blessed when we first got married there was a, a family member gave us some money to buy as a, like a deposit to buy a house because they knew that we were sort of on a missionary yeah. income and we probably would never have that opportunity it was huge huge blessing so what yeah. we did is because we were moving to the states we bought um like an investment property in england and it's managed by a um property okay. management company and that just gives us a little bit of income which is really nice Where um, is it? and that went really well so we thought well, let's try and do this again and so yeah. we've slowly accumulated a handful of properties it's nothing that impressive but it supplements our income and it's actually a great tool for outreach and that's what I want to talk about is we have this property that's actually right next door to our house and we put it on the we put it on Craigslist or whatever to rent out and we met this woman really sweet she had a good job, good income, she had her deposit and everything, but because of some circumstances, she didn't have a lot of the things in place that we would normally check, like 
background credit yep, stuff. Yep. She had recently been divorced, so her name was like kind of blank. Yeah. Um, but oh, we really liked her and we really felt like she was she was a single mom and she was really doing life well and she was fighting to take care of her kids and that um, we could really just help her out and it would yeah. work for us and it would work for her. And so we, in faith, I think, in hindsight, I think we could have prayed into it a bit more. But at the time, our intentions were really, I think, yeah. in the right place. So we jumped in and she became like a good friend to me. Her boys played with our kids in the backyard every day. Because you share, you share a yard, basically. We share a yard, yeah. yeah. Um, so we actually bought that property because we liked the yard. And so we took the fence out. And now we have a nice big backyard. Um, that was one of the reasons. Obviously, it was a rental property, so the numbers had to work. But Yeah. Um, so she was like very much in our space like in a, their family was like sharing space with our family which was a whole different dynamic that I, I don't think we really did think through mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. initially she was like a real person of peace uh, really open to talking about the Lord and working through some stuff she had some health issues and one of her kids was in hospitals for some time and so I was able oh, to like man. you know she didn't have a car so I drove her to the hospital a couple of times and we had some really great chats and prayed together and I just felt like the Lord was um I don't know the Lord was using me in her life or using this situation to be a blessing yeah and this is one of those things that we may never know but it was kind of really disappointing because I had a vision for how this was going to go and it didn't go that way. Yeah. <clears throat> there was a, a few circumstances. I honestly don't know the details, but I think she lost her job and stopped paying rent. Oh my gosh. And basically wasn't paying any of her utilities. So they shut off her electricity Wow. and her cable and a bunch of different things. And she... It's just one of those things where I was like, I don't know if she's just struggling and not making good choices. Yeah. I'm sure that was part of it. Or whether she's like taking advantage of us. Like she knew that we were kind and that we wanted to help her out and she's going to get as much out of us as she could. Um, I don't want to like put that on her, but that's certainly how it felt at the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how we had a bunch of water in our basement and it was really frustrating. Well, she had a sump pump in her basement that wasn't working because the electricity wasn't on. So they literally had like four inches of standing water, ruined all the floor. They had like this laminate flooring stuff. Oh my gosh. And a bunch of sheetrock was ruined. There was mold. We had to, I mean, we are currently doing a... A, a lot mess. of work and spending a, a lot of money mess. trying yeah, to fix Yeah, that's a giant this financial house. thing for you guys to have to deal with that could have been avoided had the sump pump been on, had her electricity been on. You right. Know? Yeah. So, um, long story short, I don't. We don't need to get into all the <laughs> details of it, <laughs> but it was really like. What the heck, Lord? Like, okay. we're committed to 
loving broken people. We're committed to sharing our faith. We're committed to community. And we know that that's kind of messy sometimes. But we put ourselves out there. And this did not go the way it was meant to go. Not even close. Yeah. I feel like... My feelings have been hurt. Uh-huh. I feel like my children are dealing with disappointment. I mean, they don't know, they don't understand any of this stuff, just that their yeah. friends moved away. Mm. Um, and then there's a huge financial piece, which mm. is just really, really frustrating. And so I've been chewing on this for several weeks, just trying to resolve it, trying to understand. I'm a fairly black and white kind of person and I want to know (laughs) (laughs) the answer. Um, There is no answer. Do you have the answer for me, Christiana? I do usually, but that doesn't mean it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Because you have some rentals too, don't you? You've been doing this probably for much longer than us. A little bit, yeah. That's tough. That's a tough one. So how did how have you processed this disappointment? How have you fared emotionally? Well, <clears throat> I think I think actually quite well. Maybe not it's taken me a while, but we had a situation like this a few years ago, that first rental okay. house that I mentioned. Yeah. That we bought with you know, money that was given to us and it was this first big, I mean, it was exciting, it was an adventure, but it felt like a really big risk because we'd yeah. never done anything like this before. Oh, yeah. And we weren't there, so we were relying on the agency to do their That's due stressful. diligence to yeah. find the right tenant. And um, this particular woman, single woman living on her own, she had animals that we didn't know about that actually died in <laughs> oh, her property. Oh it was just an apartment, so it was part <laughs> no. of a a building and she was using drugs so there was like syringes and stuff and then she was like a hoarder so she kind of never took the trash out so there was like trash Uh, bags like six foot up at the walls like you you couldn't see the furniture nightmare scenario right here she ripped cabinet doors off in the kitchen she had a fire in the bathroom like in the shower fire in the shower that confounds my my like i'm I'm grateful that it was in the shower and not somewhere else that she didn't burn the whole easy to put out right (laughs) right so she obviously had like real mental health issues yeah clearly i mean that came out Yeah. But the same thing, she wouldn't move. She didn't pay her rent for months at a time. And, oh, and we had to file like a court order to get her out of the house. Um, but oh, when that happens. happened, I was like devastated. Okay, I was really, yeah. really, I mean, I was processing the same questions. Like, Lord, what the heck? We are missionaries. <laughs> yeah, like we deserve something better, but we should be, you, we're trying to do something to manage yeah, yeah, our finances yeah. and yeah. to take care of our family long-term. Like why yeah. did this happen? And I think that's a really fair question to ask the Lord. I don't think Absolutely. he's offended by us saying why or yeah. why, you know, yeah. like getting angry with him. Yeah. But sometimes I don't feel like it's a super productive yeah. question. I don't know. Um, so as I look back on that situation versus this situation that are remarkably similar, except for the fact that we didn't have any relationship with her, um, I guess I can see how the Lord has sort of brought me along my journey and that I'm actually a little bit more 
emotionally whole, a bit less insecure, and that I trust the Lord's character and his ability to provide for me, for our family. Yeah. Because there was a lot of fear around the fact that how are we ever going to pay for this? Sure. You know, and and now because the rent covered the mortgage on that property, how are we going to pay the mortgage on that as well as pay for our rent? We were living in the States renting a house. So, but a few years down the line, I saw his provision in that situation. So in this situation, I know that he can provide and that he will take care of me, take care of our family because I've seen him do it before. Yeah. So that's history. So I think that's a... You have that's history right. with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, the and first how many... Sorry, no, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> what I was going to say is how many times did the Lord say to the Israelites in the desert, remember what I did for you in Egypt. Remember how I brought you out of slavery. Remember, just stop and think back at what I've done. And that will fortify you spiritually and emotionally to know that I am able to take care of you in this situation. That's right. So. Because I feel like life, things are going to go wrong. We're in the midst of other people's decisions. We're in the midst of Mm -hmm. natural circumstances. Like there are going to be things again and again that are going to go not the way we want them to go. It's going to go badly. There's going to be nothing we can do about it. It's going to be completely out of our control. And so in Mm -hmm. the midst of that, to be able to get through that, it's actually about our relationship with the Lord and our knowing his character and who he is. That even though we are subject to this circumstance... Um, by our relationship with him, we are able to weather it, we're able to process it, we're able to navigate it, and we're able to come out and we're able to be okay on the other side mm-hmm. because of who he is, you know, and because of the history we have with him, not necessarily because things are going well, right? right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first situation, the first crazy lady apartment situation with you guys what happened? Did you cry? Did you, I mean, how emotionally that was really difficult and hard. So what are the, like, talk to me about the differences between what it looked like for situation number one and situation number two, emotionally, your process. Yeah. I guess probably the biggest difference was that I didn't take it personally. I felt like, let me qualify that. (laughs) It was... (laughs) Different because I had a personal relationship. So my neighbor, I'll call her Tanya for the story. I I was friends with her and I spent time with her and she had meals in my house. And so in that sense, it was personal. Yes, it is. But losing the money, losing uh, like damage to the house and all of those things. Yeah. I was like, this is not about me. She didn't do this because she wanted to spite me. Whereas yeah. the first time, that's really how I felt. I felt like, Interesting. How, yeah. why would she do that to me? I, it just uh-huh. reflected uh-huh. my immaturity and my insecurity. Um, I think it's... That's okay, though. That's yeah. like that's that's real. That's where you Absolutely. were. That's where you were. And that's what you had to process through. And if you don't actually do it, then you don't actually grow. 
you know what I mean? Like, right. if you don't actually go, oh, well, yeah, okay, yes, I was immature, I was insecure, whatever, but you walked, you walked it out, you processed mm-hmm. what happened to you, even if it was messy, and even if your question before God was, why would this, why did you let this happen to me, you know, yeah. the way you saw it or felt it, but it, I don't, unless you actually do that, it's not going to change how you're able to process something the mm-hmm. next time it happens, right? Right. Yeah, so this time I got a few friends to pray for me. I remember there was one point that she said to us, just go ahead and evict me because that'll give me time. The eviction process can take up uh, to three months. That and that really you. hurt my feelings because at that point I felt like you are trying to get out of us as much as you can. Yeah. And that's not okay. No. So from that, I guess in my heart, I switched from, I still wanted to be compassionate because yeah. I knew that she was in a difficult situation and that she wasn't making good choices but yeah I was like okay I'm not gonna just give give and give and just do whatever I think you need yeah I'm gonna deal with this righteously in the sense that it's not right for you to continue to steal from us you need to move out of our house yeah that's not righteous that's not loving for me to let you do that no um so at that point I I remember because we were on vacation and it was really frustrating and James was on the phone and we were trying to figure stuff out and yeah I was probably more annoyed that she was like ruining our vacation <laughs> 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 I was a little bit selfish but that was the reality of it um but I texted a group of friends and I just people that knew of the situation and said can yeah. you just pray for me can you pray for this that the Lord's will would be done that she that we would get the money for the property and that she would yeah. move out um, yeah, and that I really felt the grace from that. Actually, there was a few people replied. One friend of mine prayed, and she got like a prophetic word that she kind of spoke into the situation. That I was like, okay, I have, I had hope after that, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, situation one and two, how you're able to process them, are really different. Um, I'm moving to the bathroom. Sorry, you're watching. No problem. <laughs> My husband just the got home with the kids. Home. They're home. There's wailing happening. And um, my baby saw me. That's always the mistake. Like, don't let her see me, you know? Like, that's yes. going to go. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Now I'm going to the bathroom. But um, So you're able to handle those two situations so differently. So this is this is a skill set. This is something that you are now able to use for a host of other situations. So why don't we talk about that a little bit? Like how does that experience that you went through change, how you handle disappointment at a smaller scale? Yeah. Because we all, I said this earlier, we all deal with little areas of disappointment. Yeah. I mean, every day. So, I mean, one for me is my children, obviously. Yeah. When they... And this is an area that I still need a lot of growth and <laughs> healing. But when I ask them to do something and they, they disobey me or yeah. they're disrespectful or there's some scenario where I feel like they're not doing what, I've, what I expect them to do, what I want yeah. them to do. And that's obviously where disappointment comes in, where you want something and you don't get it. It doesn't happen. Yeah. So with my kids, that really hurts my feelings. I take that personally because I feel like, 
I'm their mom. Don't they love me? Can't they just do it because they want to please me? And there's so often that our kids really do want to please us and we see that and we want to, um, in the right sense of the word, we want to capitalize on that. We want to say yes. Like like I want to serve God. I want to obey God, not because right, right. he's going to bless me, but because I love him and I want to please him. Yeah. Um, so, but that's an area that I, I just can't take like with my children disobeying me, I can't take that personally. Right. I need to recognize yeah. their immaturity. I need to yeah. recognize that they're little and their brains are just all over the place and yeah. just um, give them grace for that. Not give them grace like, oh, it doesn't matter. You can do that. I need to train them. But yeah. um, to step back and say, okay, that was a really bad response, but it wasn't directed at me. Yeah. Let's deal with the situation. Um, and that that is still a conversation that I have with myself <laughs> very often because I get really, for me, it makes me really angry. Yeah. I feel misunderstood yeah. and I feel hurt by my children's bad reaction. Yeah. Um, or just really bad choices. Like <laughs> My four-year-old makes such bad choices. Right. What's wrong with her? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so like my six-year-old we were actually in a store and she stole something she found no this little way. trinket this little key ring thing and it didn't have a price on it and so it's got she... a shoplifter and i was like because i have this really black and white like clear standard of morality and we've yeah. had conversations about this like stealing things out of the pantry but I was like so upset about oh. that and really angry. And I was yeah. like, okay, I need to step back. I need to take myself out of this and yeah. process with her. Yeah. How did that go? And she actually responded really well. Okay. I hope it's okay that I talked about it in public. <laughs> I think it is. And I, I commend you for doing so. Because how many other moms, their little kids have stolen stuff, mm-hmm. right? They, yeah. You know, I think this is a pretty, I think this is something we need to talk about. And then what do you do and how do you handle your heart? You know? I'll let you know when I figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one. I don't always do this, actually. I would like to learn how to do this much better. But yeah. we went back to the Lord with her. Yes. Like, so sh- I had her yeah. talk to Jesus about it. Um, so I'm not just feeding her with my sense of right and wrong, but she's right. able to get revelation and conviction that will, you know, well hopefully shape her character long term. Yeah. Um, it was it was really interesting actually. A whole bunch of other stuff came out like oh wow um, that I just had no idea about the way that I react to her and how that has f- affected her little heart in a really negative way, and that I. I needed to see that. I needed to understand that so that I could respond to her differently in the little things so that when there is a big thing like this, that she feels safe to process it with me, safe to work it through. And then what we've done ever since that, I said, if you're in a situation and you see something and you think you can have it, yeah, you just ask mommy. I said, one thing that you are really good at is you're really good at talking. You're really good at sharing ideas. And she is incredibly verbal. She's incredibly yeah. relational. So I, I want to make it a positive. I want to capitalize on who she is. Yeah. So tell me, tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what's going on and I'll help you. 
I want to help you to make the right decision because sometimes it's not clear. So a couple of days later, we were at Panera and there's like kind of a high counter where they put your food. Yeah. Well, underneath, I've never noticed this because it's not at my eye level, but at her <laughs> eye level, there's like this big window and there were three baskets with like one of them had chips, one of them had bread rolls and one of them, what is the other thing? An Apples. apple, I think. Yeah. And she could like reach her hand in. She's, but she looked at me and she said, look, mom, can I have a bag of chips? Because to her, they were just out. They yeah, were available sure. for her to take. Yeah. And in her level of reasoning and processing, that made perfect sense. And I said, well done. Thank you for asking. I can see how you would think that. Yeah. Actually, no, we cannot take yeah. that. <laughs> um, so um, that felt like a real victory that she – she didn't just take it. She didn't. She, yeah. she has the capacity to be kind of sneaky or whatever. But she was vocal about it, and so we were able to talk about it and explain, you know, how that works and what it means. And so we're going to keep having that conversation. So since there's been a few times that we've been in a store, and I've had to ask her before we leave, you know, did yeah. you take something or show me inside your <laughs> little your purse? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I do that in a way that's not. Yeah. Uh, condemning or whatever sure. like and demeaning just her. yeah you know I just you you made a bad choice so I need to you need to show me that I can trust you let me just yeah. see your hands or whatever um so yeah good job I love I love the walking out of that uh, helping her to go to the Lord talking about what she does well just listening to you share all that I'm thinking I feel like that's so much what the Lord does with us and also, mm -hmm. you're teaching her a process that she can do on her own. Right. Right? It's, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like Ross um, teaching me to fish, giving me a fishing pole. No. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're, not just, um, you're not just doing something that only you can do. And so she always will need you. Uh, it's, right. I think that's such a huge part of parenting is teaching them to... I mean, it's the passing on skills and teaching yeah. her a skill set to process how there's something that um, didn't go well and she made a bad choice and what do you do mm -hmm. about it? And it not being the end of the world. But I love that how the Lord just uses those kind of things to show us so much about ourselves, like how you're just sharing. I love that. So frankly, you not realizing the impact of the way you react, you know, and, and hitting her right. heart. And I feel like I keep having those moments over the last week. Well, family vacation, right? It brings up everything is so much more intense and yeah. um, <laughs> concentrated in one hotel room. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, but just seeing how much, and I mean, it's something about be having a daughter. And for me, it's terrifying. And at the beginning it was and talking about femininity, like teaching her about femininity and womanhood and how we relate. Yeah. And my little daughter is incredibly fierce and type A and wants to be in charge of the universe and doesn't want to be told what to do. And it's, hmm. and I tend to push really hard back. And so we're just, we can get into these spirals of just pushing against each other, which is completely unproductive. And it's me right. being immature and reacting, mm -hmm. you know, but just last week I was saying to John, I, I need to I have to change so much the way I react to her. And I'm just starting to process and talk to Jesus about that. And how do how I'm handling my heart in that moment impacts mm -hmm. them. And I've actually, to bring it back to disappointment, I've been 
thinking about this so much because taking this trip, I said, John, you know, this is really like a practicum for you and me to practice a lot of the skills that we're learning mm-hmm. to mature and just walking out our own recovery in the Lord to actually have to do it and practice it. And one of the things both he and I can tend to be pretty negative and just disappointed. I think that we right. get disappointed really easily when things and don't do happen. And do you get stuck in that place? We do. So then we're both stuck and the mood of our house or the mood of our trip is just like, well, I just got to endure this until I get to a place where it's okay again, where it's not upsetting or disappointing instead Mm -hmm. of, no, actually I have to come back from experiencing this negative emotion, emotion return to a place of peace and still Mm -hmm. act like myself, you know, those, all that stuff. So I felt like, wow, this is really a great opportunity to try to walk this out and teach our children this is what we do when it's Mm -hmm. stressful like as a tribe this is what we're going to do to um go back to a place of peace and to deal with our disappointment (laughs) because we're constantly disappointed (laughs) right (laughs) so one thing that i learned on a ywam school many years ago was this little phrase and I, i apply it so often um and it's just so simple but it's just I need to exercise my will over my emotions and choose to believe the truth. So my feelings are real and they are very valid and they are very powerful, but they are not necessarily an accurate representation of the truth yeah. about yeah. the situation. Yeah. So, I mean, a, a struggle for me with my kids and with this situation with Tanya next door was that I was taking it personally, like this is not about me and that's how I feel and that's an okay place to feel and I need to process that with the Lord and I understand, need to understand what, where that comes from and what he's wanting to speak into that. But I need to choose with my will, that's much more powerful than my emotions, um, to believe the truth that... This person is making bad choices, and yes, it's going to cost a lot of money and hassle, but that God is able to take care of us and provide for us. And ultimately, I think he's working in this situation. Yeah, We'll see how it all pans out, but I feel like, I don't know, that there's a purpose um, to us having this house next door, and now we're we're basically flipping it. The basement needed so much work. Um, we're reflooring it. So we're going to refloor two of the bathrooms and um, we're repainting and it's just going to be beautiful. So I'm I'm kind of excited about it right now. I feel like the Lord's going to redeem this that's whole awesome. journey. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So I think we're probably out of time. Are we? Okay. But it's been really great to <laughs> yes, hang out really over the interweb. Isn't technology amazing? It is amazing. <laughs> so I guess, Christiana, is there a thought that you'd like to leave? Is there a a challenge that something that we can take away and work on from this conversation? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think as I'm walking it out myself, I've been thinking about it a lot. Probably it's more of a paragraph than a statement, you know, so it's my brain yes. trying to work it out. But I think that we have to realize that um, things, to be aware that things aren't always going to play out the way that we want them to, and that we yeah. are going to experience disappointment, but mm-hmm. that it's so important not to be stuck in that, but to have, to to 
invite the Lord into that place with you and ask him to help you to process those feelings and to even ask for wisdom about, well, why am I disappointed? Because I think that's so, it's so crucial. Like it's critical. Yeah. You know, you're talking about that feeling of why would someone do, oh, the house, why did they, why would they do this to me? And I feel like if we follow that emotion with the Lord, he brings revelation um, and he shows us more of who he is and he shows us things in ourselves that he wants to Mm -hmm. bring healing to. And we're able to then um, operate our will over our emotions more effectively when there are these things that are being triggered. And I feel like he's doing that with me um, every day Mm -hmm. as I'm asking him to, you know, just, okay, well, why am I disappointed that I thought this scenario was going to happen and we were going to be able to do these three things, but it didn't. And now I'm just, I'm just sulking, you know, I'm okay. Well, what, what's actually happening in my heart. Right. But I think again, it's just that awareness, you know, having awareness of, whoa, Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed. Why am I disappointed? And this is not a place that I need to stay. How do I get back to a place where my heart is peaceful and dialogue, you know, with my friends or with the Lord or someone just inviting him into it with us? Mm -hmm. That was my paragraph. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. And I guess kind of what I'm hearing you say is rather than just being stuck, just letting that emotion choose you, I'm just going to sulk. I'm just going to like be grumpy and, and abide this as opposed to... right actually choosing how you're going to respond to the disappointment I'm going to choose to be content I'm going to choose I don't know what what word you would use but I'm going to I'm going to choose to make the best of the situation and to still have fun with my kids even though it's you know we didn't get to do the thing we wanted to do or whatever um and not allowing those emotions to choose you yeah I think it it takes practice but even being able to take a a space if you have five minutes to step aside and calm yourself calm your breathing be aware of the sensations in your body be aware of how your heart is feeling just take stock of it in 30 seconds and invite the lord into that place right now for me i really have to step aside or i have to shut my eyes or i have to do something to extricate myself from that moment Even if I just have five minutes and just call Mm -hmm. myself and invite the Lord there and say, okay, by the power of your Holy Spirit, like I'm choosing right now to lay down and surrender and let go of the things that I want to, this, these negative emotions, like I'm letting letting them go and I'm, I'm giving them back. I'm just do what you want with them, Jesus, and help me to have your peace right now in this place. Um, but I, I always recommend, I do that with my kids. Like you need to just step aside and take a beat, man. Like take a beat, get your breath, you know, recenter yourself and your heart. That's kind of the practice of it for me. That's good. And being aware enough, being aware enough of how you feel that you recognize that you need to do that just to stop. It's good. Yeah. And I, and I would say finally to having the expectation that you are going to be disappointed you know, like, right. you know, like it's not going to go away, you know, mm-hmm. but how you process it and how you handle it can change. And it's yeah. not like you're just going to be high as a kite. Yay, everything. Oh, it's fine. I don't right. care. You know, uh-huh. you are going to be disappointed. You are. Because even if you're making great choices and living righteously with Jesus, we are in such a broken world and around yeah. lots of broken people that are going to yeah, let us down and mess things up. Yeah how you handle your heart man yeah it's good stuff yeah so 
Yeah. Take yeah. care, guys, as you go into this week. Um, take stock of what the Lord has done and um, bring to him the disappointments and the things that you're challenging. Allow him to replace those emotions with hope. Amen. Awesome. Okay, well, we'll see you again soon. Bye, guys. <laughs>